It's 3 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. I start looking around. I'm like, who wants some of this? I would think you would have a little bit more self-awareness. Yum, yum, give me some. <laughs> Although that might have just ended any and all chances <laughs> I just, of that I just killed it. Scott File is alongside trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show, but that's debatable. What? Like, you just deserve to not have penalties called against you because you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Well, while Dan Cooper looks at Rico Dowdle's appendage. Daddy! Oh, look at that! Look at this, look at that! What did you say Candace Bergeron looked like? Robocop. <laughs> she looked like Peter Weller in the suit. We just want to have fun. Real talk. I'll never call my bits little again. <laughs> I've never tasted a peacock. My wife's a, a horse person. Blasting their way across Oklahoma. It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. How young is too young to have your prostate checked? All right, give me the call letters again. Uh, KTSB, the Blitz 1170. KTSB at the plate and whammy! The Blitz 1170, you betcha. What is happening on this Monday afternoon? It is another episode of the show here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. I am Colby Daniels. Along with the 2023 Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year, Jeremy Poplin, Scott File is on the other side of the glass in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Gentlemen, hope you had a great weekend. What is happening to start Super Bowl week? What's up, fellas? Weekend uh, was laid back. Didn't have a uh, whole lot of over-the-top responsibilities and uh, ready to get rolling here on a Monday of Super Bowl week with festivities galore in Las Vegas, or as they say, you know, lost wages. <laughs> oh. How are you, fellas? Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I deserve that. That's, that's 100%. I'm good, man. I'm Trust good. Me. I'm probably not as good as you are. It's Super Bowl week, and your team is actually participating but i guarantee you there's an yeah. fm morning show somewhere that you actually use that line this morning so i think there were several probably <laughs> multiple of them in this market more than likely uh yes uh i have noticed though that my level of irritation has started to uh rise a little bit more because i am I, I, we're days away, and I I've had enough of the incessant need to just recycle the same tired, old, oh. played out Brock Purdy arguments over oh, yeah. and over and over again. Insert outlet here, and you've had some sort of regurgitated Brock Purdy take. Everyone 
you know, in the manufactured sports take land that we all live in now and, and consume media, you've either got to be on his side or completely against him and think that he's nothing more than a than a fraud that's just been inserted into one of the greatest ensembles of talent that someone of his age could be a part of right now. And that's the sole reason, like, the Niners are dragging him along. It It's Monday, and it's so tired and so played out that I don't even want to think how irritated I'm going to be by the time we get to Thursday. Hell, maybe even Wednesday with the way that the nonstop nonsense just continues to go on and on and on. Well, buckle up, my friend. You better you better turn Twitter off. Last time I checked, right. I mean, there's, there's two teams full of other individuals <laughs> <laughs> that it's either Travis Kelsey or it's and Mahomes – or it's freaking, is Brock Purdy worthy of even putting on a San Francisco 49ers jersey and helmet? That's the really the way that it seems on a Monday. I just hope that we come up with something. So, believe it or not, there's a part of me that was at least, even though befuddled, I was happy that there's at least some other controversy surrounding the practice facility that the Niners are using this week. I'm like, oh, thank God we can stop focusing on whether or not Brock Purdy deserves to wear an NFL uniform or not. There we go. I mean, I'm I'm here for all of the uh, locker room gate. Uh, <laughs> yes, week, right? like, yes. Because we don't have enough going on in our lives. That no, no, we, we don't add that into the. We don't cycle. have enough at all, and you know, hey, what's Cam Newton think about everything that's going on? <laughs> you know, <laughs> sure, all right. And I respect a lot of what Cam Newton says. How could you not? Like, Cam Newton played that position at an incredibly high level. But Cam Newton is also in the business of generating what? Content now. That's right. So what do you do when you generate content? You play the hits, or as I have learned recently, you play the hit. And what is the hit right now? Outside of of Mahomes is this. The talking points that everyone wants to keep bringing up. And you've got to have one side or the other on it. You know how everyone tweets these, like, photos now, these graphics that have, like, a photo, and then it has, like, the quote on the graphic, and then it'll say, like, who the, you know, the person is, and I saw one of those today, and most of these are made up these days, right? Like, you don't know what's real and what's not, who's photoshopping these these graphics together, but did Brock Purdy, I'm assuming this is fake, and I just, I saw it and I went on assuming that it's not real. But did Brock Purdy mention anything about Cam Newton being on an active roster? No. Okay, that's what Brock I Purdy hasn't said any anything yeah, like that that I I've thought. seen at all. I just assume that anytime I see one of those, unless it's from like a source that I actually know, I just assume they're all fake. Yes, uh, that's probably you, you're probably the so. the safest amongst the group here of just assuming things like that. Yeah, Scott, how was your weekend, buddy? It was good. Get into anything fun? Uh, went and saw the Gin Blossoms Friday night, so high school Scott was excited about the that. The Gin Blossoms? Yeah. All right. I saw them a few years ago, and they were fantastic. Yeah, they were, it was really good, yeah. yeah. Is that in one of those bands that is, uh, like, just sneaky good that you don't yeah, that you don't necessarily talk about a whole lot? They kind of got lost maybe in the mix of the bands of that time, but they just have so many good songs. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. They were great live. I I, th- I was wowed. I don't know if I've ever seen them live. 
I was trying to think. Maybe, maybe I have. Maybe I have. There was a there was a concert. Uh, here, let me pull this up. Counting Crows Drillers Stadium. There was an old concert, Scott, at Driller Stadium before they moved in over here. Yes, 2007. It was the Counting Crows. And I believe the Gin Blossoms may have been. Oh, no, no. I apologize. It was the Counting Crows Third Eye Blind and Collective Soul at Driller Stadium, <laughs> okay. which was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. That was the same summer. That was the exact same summer that we had the PGA here mm-hmm. in 2007. So yeah, I mean, soul, but I don't think I've seen either of the others. Um, and yeah. we had Adam Duritz, who's the lead singer from Counting Crows. We had him on to promote the concert because he's a giant sports fan. You know, big cow bear guy. I think. Yeah. yeah. We had him on, and he was great. He was fantastic. But yeah, that was a really, really good show. Well, I, I Scott can speak better to Jim Blossoms than I can, having seen them just this weekend, but. I thought they were really good luck. Yeah, no, it was really good, yeah. So, yeah, Pop, if you get the chance, I would I would, I would go see them. Well, it's worth it. Miss them my next time around. I was just kind of, uh, now's the time of the year where you kind of take a peek around and see, all right, who's coming that's close, maybe in the summer, you know, that you'd, you'd kind of like to see. Uh, I haven't looked over at the amphitheater in Arkansas in a bit, so I don't know if they have released yeah. their shows. But I did see, I did see where I guess, of all the randomness that is, think back to like '90s level band that kind of went went mainstream for a very very long time with big hits. But I saw that Bush is coming to Durant. <laughs> I was like, God, I would go see Bush. I, I saw Bush, Bush at absolutely. Texas Motor Speedway. For Blockbuster Rock Fest. Nice. Yes. Block, what year was that? That was, was some, Smashing 97. Pumpkins with them? No, it was 97. Okay, because Smashing Pumpkins played a gig at Texas Motor Speedway as well. It was like the very first event that they had ever hosted at the Speedway. Ah, dude, yeah. It was Bush and No Doubt, uh, Matchbox 20. It was like all day. It was one day. Yeah. The, uh, that's some straight jams, man. Yeah, I, I, if it wasn't now, the unfortunate thing is that timing doesn't work out on this because I think it's an anniversary tour of Bush. They do not play until September 7th, which is, of course, oh, no. freaking oh. football season. So I'm like, well, I can't, can't hear that. Here, turn this up. Oh, hell yeah, let's go, man. Take me straight back to working in the kitchen at Mazio's. Like circa 95, 96. <laughs> Turn it on the, the edge here in town. Having that bad boy cranked up, making some pizzas. Yeah. Working the dough roll-up machine on Sundays and sneaking beer when we weren't supposed to. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's freaking go. Jamming that in my portable CD player that ran through my stereo, hoping that I didn't hit a bump too big to make it skip. Uh-huh. Knowing that on the edge, as soon as Machine Head wrapped up, you were probably going to get some, uh, like, 311 to come on. (laughs) Yeah. And then right after 311 was Sublime. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, those are the good days, man. I I miss shows like that with Edge Fest. But, yeah, you kind of – we've had a few days of nice weather. You're kind of cooped up, and you look forward to, all right, what does the summer – 
actually present around these parts outside of knowing I'm going to Timberlake? What else can I? Yeah. <laughs> what else can I uh, entertain myself with this summer? Well, speaking of nice weather, so Friday, I guess when I got out of my truck. I left one of the windows partially down, my driver window uh-uh. Uh-oh. partially down, and then I didn't drive my truck again all weekend long. Like, if we went anywhere over the weekend, we took my wife's car this weekend. So I just didn't even think about it, but it rained, I think, all day Saturday. Yikes. Window was down, had no idea. And this morning when I when we were walking to the truck to get in and take my son to school, yeah, my seat was Ugh. soaked. I hate that Brutal. so much. Just because we've all been there, we've all freaking been there, and it sucks, man, so much. Yeah, my son thought it was hysterical. Uh, yes, of course, because he's not the one that has to deal yeah, with it. I'm sitting in in water basically, and he's like, "You're gonna look like you peed your pants." <laughs> yeah, I probably am. You're yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. And, of course, we leave at a time every single day where there is no plan B, right? Like, we we literally cut it to the final minute. So if anything happens, there's no wiggle room on time, right? Yes, Like, we just just have to go. Like, we time it to where if we walk out the door at this minute, we're going to get there right on time, and there's there's no negotiation for anything else. So of course, like we have to walk out the door and I'm like, well, I, I can't really like go get a bunch of stuff. Like we just got to go. So yeah. Uncomfortable ride to school. Yeah. I'm like having a wet, you know what? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Oh dude. By, terrible. by the way, I just looked September 10th over at the old Walmart amphitheater, just right over the border over here. How about Creed with Daughtry and Finger Eleven? <laughs> oh yes! Yeah, baby. I'd uh, I'd listen to a little Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, everyone remembers that that jam. I need to go find a tap out shirt somewhere. <laughs> and that's a Tuesday night. That so. is a Tuesday night. Yes, there is. Uh, so yeah, you might be able to actually make that one happen and not have to worry about missing <laughs> football. Find a nice graphic tee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I I really would go see Creed though. Well, uh, I'll send you a text message on okay. some uh, insider info that I have. Okay. Because yeah. that. I, that might not be the only chance that you have to see Creed oh, here yes. here locally. Wink, wink, if All you right. know what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm in. And I will put your name first on the list. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, the World Series and all. Like, it just, yeah, it's it's all. And they're in a new, they're in the Paramount Plus Super Bowl commercial. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Paramount Plus has an awesome new Super Bowl commercial that's out. Okay. And it has all the different characters. Tua's in it. Uh, some cartoon characters. And Creed plays a prominent role yes. in the Super Bowl commercial. And I, after what, I hate the fact that they, now at different Super Bowls, when my team's not in them, of course, you allow yourself to focus on other things. Like, I don't give a damn what happens during the commercial breaks like this time around. Like I don't I don't care. I I don't care. I don't even care that Ursher is playing. 
but I hate the fact that they release the Super Bowl commercials early now. Yes, I hate they that They should too. be surprised. It's it's always nice when you're surprised, like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But now they go everywhere. And if you're even remotely active on social media, it'll be thrown in your face everywhere. So the Paramount Plus one was released. It is, it's a two-minute spot. So... That's $14 million. Well, it's CBS, so they didn't have to buy it, right? It's their own inventory. So I don't know if they're going to run the full two-minute spot on there, but the one that they released early might have been one of the best Super Bowl commercials that I've seen in at least a decade, easily. It's that that funny. And and Creed is a good role. What is the thought process behind releasing these? Because I I would assume that in some way you're taking away from people wanting to sit on the couch and continue watching during commercial breaks. Well, I don't I don't know. I do know that they have shifted a little bit because if you guys have noticed, if you've been on YouTube at all lately, I've been hit with the Christopher Walken It's a teaser spot that they're running right now. There's a lot of teaser spots say, "Hey, coming February 11th." Yeah, I saw one with Arnold yesterday. There's one for Popeyes right now. Popeye's chicken that has Ken Jong in it where it looks like he, he's been cryogenically frozen like Ted Williams' head. And they're like, yeah, we'll tell you the rest of the story coming up on the 11th. So now they're at least teasing some of these. But they've been releasing these commercials early, sometimes two weeks in advance for the last couple of years. And I don't really understand it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the thought process there. Before we take a time out, I do have to know one item of business. Sure. Is today 100th day of school day? No, it was actually I had it wrong. It's tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> it okay. is It is tomorrow, but uh, we will be kicking it into high gear this evening. The T-shirt has been bought. Okay. The uh, items to place on said shirt have been purchased. Uh, decoupage, I believe. There's all types of fabric glue. I think that are currently setting on the table, ready for us to dive into this project when we get home this evening. And instead okay, of so being at least smart, you, have everything. you just got to use the elbow grease now. But instead of being smart and actually going ahead and doing this yesterday, while we had plenty of time, of course we want to wait until the last minute. So it will I, I automatically guarantee that everyone's going to be cranky as hell oh, yeah, tonight and even in tomorrow morning. Of course. Like, if, if you find out that you have an extra day, why would you go ahead and do it anyway? Huh. And we all know that it's not going to be done as well as it will be done with you under the gun, knowing that it has to be completed with no wiggle room, right? Yeah, I feel like I work better anyway when I'm under stress a little bit more. But yeah. there is, I am starting to shift a little bit, though, because there is something to be said about feeling accomplished. Like, all right, yeah, I got that done. I'm not quite there yet. I don't, right? I don't know don't, what that feeling don't, is, so don't, I can't relate. Don't get it twisted. Like I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm starting to gravitate towards that, I feel like. Maybe someday I'll experience that, that feeling you're Maybe someday, yes. And it'll be, it'll be addictive. But as of now, <laughs> I, I can't relate to anything you're discussing. So. Hilarious. <laughs> All right, we will take our first time out. We've got a lot to discuss today. It is Super Bowl week. We've got a lot of college basketball to discuss as well. John Holcomb's going to join us at 5 o'clock. Dusty Dvorak will follow in the 5 o'clock hour. 
I am Colby Daniels. That is Jeremy Poplin and Scott File. You're listening to the show on the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.